In this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, I'm joined by the delights that are Hannah Graham and Louise Reed. And we are looking at how do you become stronger? How do you bear the great weight of the increase of the glory of God? This is actually quite an emotional one for some of us. I hope it provokes you. Join us for this episode of What the Prophets Say. Hello and welcome to another episode of What the Prophets Say here from our home in Glasgow in Scotland. Once again, I'm joined by Louise Reid. Of course, I'm Emma Stark. And on my other side, I've got the beauty that is Hannah Graham. Louise, you're also beautiful. I was going to say, how come she gets beautiful and I just get Louise Reid? All gorgeous. It's it's the gorgeous prophets. There you go. The the gorgeous gaggle of prophets. Yeah, well, no, we didn't. We decided that we're going to have a government of prophets. Sorry, government that's gaggle. The, not yeah. gaggle. That's what you call yeah, geese, isn't it? it yes, yes, yes. I love government some of those collective, collective nouns. nouns. Yeah, the yeah, flamboyance yeah. of flamingos, yeah. I think, oh, is my parliament of owls. I thought it was a parliament of penguins. Maybe it's no. owls. Couldn't be penguins. <laughs> what is the element of pe- Have you ever seen a penguin? Rose? I'm not on Google. Like, no, I'm going to find that. What's the collective, <laughs> the, the collective, the collective noun for penguins? Probably some of you are now shouting at the. Uh, yeah. It says owls. It is a parliament of owls. Oh, at the what bar, is, there we go. Uh, you talk, I'll find the collective noun yes, for penguins. A colony. A there colony. We there we go. A collect. Oh, I have yeah. got five here. A colony of penguins, a huddle, a raft, a rookery, a tuxedo, or a waddle. A waddle. Oh, that's that's nice. But look, can we say, a- may that never be said of us? <laughs> a waddle of prophets. A waddle of prophets. No, I like. I'm going for a government of prophets. That's that's the <laughs> one I came up yeah. with. Prophets. I am comfortable with that. <laughs> oh man. Amazing. The waddling prophets. Oh my goodness, that's such an ugly thought. That is <laughs> I might take. Nearly I might take the tuxedo. The waddling, gaggling. The waddling, gaggling, gaggling the huddle of the prophets. <laughs> huddle of prophets sounds like we're back in a cave. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We're not having yeah. that. No. There we go. Uh, but the government of God on the earth. Surely that's our collective nine as the oh, people yeah. of God, which is the nine in that one. Anyway, government. There, there we go. <laughs> uh, we have an oil in our back garden. Sorry. An oil. An oil. An owl. I'll translate for the, our, our listeners. An owl. Oil. <laughs> I know. It's, I really struggle with that word of the Irish accent. The O-W-L. Yeah. It's not easy. How do you say it in English? Owl. Yeah, that's weird. Yes. Right, okay. Look, we say it like that in the Yeah, same. you say Owl. the same, yeah. Owl. Yeah. Right, okay. So <laughs> this is, um, I suppose, in our heads, the third in our series. We've been talking the last two episodes mm-hmm. on, the, on the glory of God that is coming. Mm-hmm. Very much just a 10-second recap that we really believe that we have come to the edges of and experimented with in the right sense the level of glory that God put into the church 30 years ago. Mm. And it feels a little bit like the Holy Spirit is in pause. I'm not sure that that's quite the right terminology, but it's just because we've not had another level of glory. And we are a little bit weary, frustrated, bored, bored, (laughs) irritated. Corporately bored. Individually, we're never bored because he's our portion and our prize. It's not about that. But I think corporately in terms of the move of God, 
We are a little bit like... Yes, come on, God, it's time for another level of glory. Now, happily, he's telling us that that's what's coming. So we're talking about the two things that are in the beginnings of this tidal wave of another level of glory. One is this miracles anointing and therefore our responsibility to say miracles here, miracles now, rather than postpone them. Do not be a postponing Christian when God is saying it's here, it's now. All right. And the second thing that we talked about last time was the governmental mantle on the people of God. So you're going to be the workers of miracles here, now. You're the government of God here, now. And so we were playing around with what that sounds like in our decrees. Let's go um, somewhere into our very deep place. I believe that because of the weight of this glory, of course, kabod being the word in the Old Testament for glory, that's the Old Testament Hebrew. You will be quite familiar with that. Kabod, K-A-B-O-D, when it's anglicized, meaning the weight of God. And so we're going to become weight bearers. And that's not to overwhelm us, to crush us, to um, irritate us. There's a joy in being a weight bearer of God, where his throne sits fully in the midst of us. But that requires one verse in particular to be on your lips and for you to be praying through, for you to be able to hold and host and interact and work with the weight of the glory of God. And that is Philippians 4, verse 3. And you'll know it well. 13. 13, sorry for um, The one disappeared out the window. Philippians (laughs) Philippians 4, verse 13. Now, the the little children memorize this. It's one of those ones, you know, like Daniel and the lion's den, we learn as children. Come on, adults, it's time for you to restate it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or who enables me. This robust strengthening where God's glory comes and you stand in its magnificence and you say, I can do all things. Mm -hmm. I can do all things. The promises of God, the fulfillment of my call, the fruitfulness that he has promised me. I can do all things. You can feel it because, of course, the truth of God or the word of God is living and active. You can say as you hear and feel as you say out loud, oh, the immediate rush of the activating of that truth in the midst of us. Mm -hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that gives you the ability to bear the weight Mm. of God to become all that God wants you to in this season. Louise or Hannah, who's up next? Well, I love it. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, it's just such, isn't it a great, when we talked about Mm. decrees in a previous episode, but isn't this the most amazing decree to make over our lives? Yeah. Yes. Not just to take it as a suggestion or even a nice mm-hmm. statement in the scripture, but Paul is absolutely hammering this. And you can mm-hmm. feel the strength of it, that that everything he calls us to do and be, actually all, all, all of the resource for that mm-hmm. is already there yeah. and strength is there. And it is a bit of a theme of Paul. You know, I'm yeah. even thinking about, you know, his prayer in, in you know, in, in Ephesians. It's always about strengthening us mm. in our in our inner being and to, yes. to yeah. for whatever we need we need to be strengthened to know to understand yeah. um we need to be strengthened for all things yeah. but here it's like 
I can do everything through him who gives yeah. me strength. Yeah. That's how my, my version puts it. Yes. And, you know, I do wonder when mm. God calls us to something um, and and we're, we're in this incredible life of the spirit with him, how much we do think, oh, my goodness, I just can't do that. Oh, mm. I just I don't know whether I can keep. Go- I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it is a lie. We need yeah. to, to come into the understanding that what he calls us to and what he asks of us he will resource us. Yes. He's our resource. Yeah. And hopping down to verse 19, I love this yeah. because he then it then says, and my God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches. Glorious riches. Yeah. Yeah. I love that expression. In Christ Jesus. So back to verse 13. Be, the reason I can do everything is because all resource is there for us at every level. Spirit, soul, and body yes. and in increasing measure. Yes. In my yeah. I love that. And I even think I love that the, the verses that come before the yeah. universe where it talks about Paul's like, you know, whether you're hungry or <laughs> lacking or whatever is going on in your personal situation, he goes, None of that matters mm-hmm. because in Christ you can do everything. And I think all those excuses that we use, don't yeah. we, of like, oh well, I don't have enough of this or I can't I don't have that or I'm lacking here. Yeah. He goes, Well, no, look. It doesn't matter. You. Like, look, here's the list of things that you like that you use as an excuse. And he's saying, nope, the truth yeah. is yeah. what trumps all of that in Christ, you can yeah. do all things. Who gives you strength? And I love it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decree we speak over our son every night. Really? Is this, is this every single night we, we say yeah. this over him? We have a few kind of decrees. I think we actually learned that from you. We were talking yeah. about saying it over your kids. But every yeah. night we tell him he's a world changer and that yes. he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength. And we're like, and that's something we, we want him to grow up knowing yeah. there is no limit when yes. you're in partnership with God because is that it. is something we've had to wrestle through and come over because we disqualify ourselves so mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're like, no, you know what? We're going to raise our son to have the faith and the belief that if God puts him somewhere, he can do it. Yes. And wherever he is. Yeah. And, you know, even before he starts school, before he has to, you know, go through all these yes. phases, that he will go in with that core belief. I'm a yeah. world changer and that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. Well, I... I've done a study once before looking at the number of times Paul in Corinthians talks about his weakness. Mm. And it's fairly repetitive. So, but you understand, I suppose, here's a guy, you know, used to be Saul and, you know, persecutes Christians, stones. I mean, the absolute vengeful spite of the man prior to his road to Damascus encounter with the living God. And so how does he, you know, spend his first few years thinking about those he's martyred and reconciling where he now is with where he was and the pain of of processing his his not inconsequential history Mm -hmm. and the shame that he must have had to the repentance Mm -hmm. and the blindness that he then needs to be, um, you know, released of because he's blinded by God mm. um, and, uh, and the horrific time, not knowing whether he'll ever see again when he says, Lord, who are you? As God comes as a as a bolt of, of brilliant light on that road to Damascus. Mm. And then the sheer burden on his physical frame of the thorn in his flesh, his missionary journeys. Mm-hmm. He's traveling in the most horrific conditions around the ancient world. He's in um, uh, poverty and then he's in um, 
resources and he's talking about learning to be content with a little, learning to be content with a lot. He's shipwrecked. He's in chains and in prison for the gospel more than once. He's trying to coach Timothy, um, who's leading this mega church of 100,000 in Ephesus. And he's um, living this nomadic lifestyle for the sake of the gospel. He's quite the most remarkable mm -hmm. character. And yet here's a man who's talking repetitively about in my weakness and in my suffering and I think it's we we can misunderstand the man of, you know, oh, well, you were Paul, you know, a little bit like we do. Oh, well, you're I don't know, pick one, Bill Johnson or, or you're Tim Keller or you're I, I don't know, whoever your hero is of the faith. And and in all of that, there is this life so laid down and given away that, that there's excruciating pain in it. And Agapus, the prophet, the New Testament prophet, you know, comes up, ties him up, says, if you behave like this and go back to Jerusalem, yeah. Yeah. you know, your life is going to be forfeit and you're going to be in chains again. And so he's he's living under some fairly horrendous prophetic words. He's not living in prophetic words of you will ascend and you will be great and you'll break through and you'll be a roaring success. He's living under prophetic <laughs> words of Agapus of, you know, go to Jerusalem, mate, and you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. So in light of all of this, um, there is this, it's not, it's not said, I don't think, as a, as a two-year-old would say it with no experience. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's the soberness of an adult oh, in pain. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's the soberness of an adult who understands I need to bear more of the glory of God. I need to hold more of who God is. Yeah. I need to stay the course and not give up. I need to dig into something outside of myself. Mm. I realize my mm. own dust. But I realize the importance of the gospel and I realize that I must continue to preach with demonstrations of spirit's power in Corinthians. I realize I must not go back to the comfort of just a nice conversation mm. and rehashing what I already know, but I must press on. And so you get this concept of, you know, I must run the race. Mm. And it's highly likely that here he is in um, when he's talking about I run the race, I press on is highly likely um, that he's in Caesarea Maritime mm -hmm. yeah which is this coastal town um, on the in the north of Israel is where Philip and um, his four prophesying daughters are. And if you go to Caesarea Maritime, now, another one of my favorite places in Israel, it, they reckon that the prison where he was in chains for years is at one end of the racetrack. And so it would have been like an open prison. So he wouldn't have been, uh, you know, permanently in it, but he would have been able to um, go from the prison on day release to the racetrack right outside the prison. And they reckon the other side of the prison track was where Philip and his daughters uh, would have lived. So here he is um, living beside this um, this racetrack, that the, the, this amphitheater, listening to these four girls prophesy about the coming, you know, uh, of you know more persecution, uh, prophesying about the the extending of the gospel around the world, and he's he's got these prophets in his ears the whole time. These four girls, and he's watching this racetrack analogy, and here is this man saying, "I press on yeah. for the prize. I run the race." 
to which I've been called. He's watching the boxers. I don't box the air like one who can't land a punch, but I'm trained enough to take out the enemy. So all that analogy comes from Caesarea Maritime. And here he is in this prison. And and uh, I mean, I don't know, is he is he well fed? Probably not. And this this decree comes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can feel how the man comes to this, uh, a glorious sentiment and this necessary urgency to speak this out loud. And suddenly in the midst of the hostility of where he's at, in the midst of the enemies round about him, both natural and spiritual, He's holding something of the glory of God for the sake of all of us who come after. And it is that that I think God is calling us into. You, you, uh, me, uh, you and me and you and me and us together have got to contend with this because in the midst of persecution, there is a harvest. There is an occupation. There is an extension of his kingdom. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it's in that context that we decree that verse. Oh, isn't that just... Incredible, isn't it? Well, Philippians is probably one of my favourite books of the Bible. So, I mean, there is just so much loaded in Mm -hmm. there. And you feel... Can't you feel the fatherliness of of Paul as he writes? And even as as we're talking about it and as I'm glancing at the scriptures again, I feel like I'm receiving Mm. uh, nourishment fresh at a a very deep level. I feel I've actually feel quite emotional. I do as well. I can feel it hitting so deep inside of me. It's it's like he's really the, you know, for me to live is Christ. Uh, you know, that's what that's for here. But actually, to die is gain. You know, I'd I'd love to be with him, but actually, I'm mm-hmm. I'm here for for you, and and I'm I'm writing this. Stuff. And of course, the Philippians three before Philippians four and the bit about um, uh, the verse that we're, we're we're quoting. But just that whole thing of pressing on and taking hold. And I haven't I haven't yet taken hold, but I'm st- I'm still going. Yeah. And my favorite verse. Can I just indulge Please. myself <laughs> in Philippians 3 I mean our, just to our listeners you got to read Philippians you got to get a hold of Philippians mm. you've got to eat the word yeah. you've got to digest it yes. let it nourish you because it's it's verse 10 of, of chapter 3 mm-hmm. you know when he just feels like he comes to this point if mm-hmm. I if I'm listening to the words in the spirit it feels like a, a real climax and a crescendo of I want to know Christ yeah. and the power of his resurrection resurrection Come on. and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in yes. his death and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. And then he goes on, I press on, I press on, I yes. press on. And yeah. we go, we go right through the famous verses of, of chapter four about, you know, rejoicing in the Lord mm, yes, and, and yes. prayer and, uh, and not being anxious, etc., etc., which is a constant word for the whatever yeah. age we're in. Mm-hmm. Do not be mm-hmm. anxious about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we can't do ruling and reigning mm-hmm. while there's anxiety. Yeah. You have to leave that behind. You mm-hmm. absolutely do. And then we come to this and, and feeling the father heart of, mm-hmm. uh, of Paul, you know, like... <sighs> By the Spirit of God breathing yeah. in my face to say, you can do it. Yeah. You can do All it. things, anything you've been called to, Hannah yes. Graham, you can do it. 
can do it. Yeah. The riches of Christ, and He's going to strengthen you for every good work. Yeah, and I, you can mm-hmm. I just, you yeah. know, I feel that breath on me yeah. um, as as the Spirit brings those verses alive yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And surely that really must propel us to a new level of yes, yeah, mm-hmm. of certainty. Yeah. It's going to be okay, yeah. whether I'm I'm hungry or whether I'm not, whether I'm full, whether I'm rich or whether I'm poor, yeah. whatever the circumstance. Actually, I can do this. I can you do this. Yeah, I, I feel very deeply emotional actually mm-hmm. just sitting in that. And I think it is that, even as you said that to me just then, I feel that reminder mm-hmm. to the story of my life where mm-hmm. every trial, every obstacle yeah. that I have pushed through and persevered yeah. through, that it's not just for my own sake, but actually there is a reminder that in Christ I can do all, all things. things. And that my my story where the enemy or circumstances have tried to knock me down mm-hmm. and take me out, <clears throat> and I've kept coming and kept persevering because I press on towards the price yeah. that is Christ Jesus, it is a testimony mm-hmm. that he is worth the race, he is mm-hmm. worth the pressing in, he is worth the prize and I don't do it in my own strength he gives me the strength to keep pressing in and finding him and chasing after him and chasing after the fullness of the call of my life and that any obstacle it, he he puts in front of me or the enemy puts in front of me through Christ I can break through that and I can push through that and it's not in vain yeah it is all in to display his glory and mm-hmm. i feel that very like that something in the core of me realigning with truth and actually for you listening to allow that the yeah. spirit of god to come in and realign take the, the history of your life because there'll be things that were spoken about where mm-hmm. you as you're talking through the life of paul where we will start to feel the relating to him in different ways mm-hmm. And actually grab the history of your life and know that it was his strength that got you through. And for those who are listening, who are feeling like you want to give up or this is, I can't keep going. There is strength to be found. And that even in this moment, Mm -hmm. I feel the spirit of God so heavily on it that there is strength for you today to stand up and say, I will keep pressing into the prize that is Christ Jesus. I will keep gathering that strength Mm -hmm. to keep going. And and I don't, it reminds me of, I remember when I was at uh, the house of prayer in Kansas City I was like so so sick I was in pain every single day chronic pain um I was suffering so deeply and I couldn't afford the healthcare, so I didn't know what was wrong with me I just Mm -hmm. kept pressing through and every morning it was a fight to get up of bed Mm -hmm. because the pain I was in was excruciating and Mm -hmm. I couldn't eat because I was in so much pain and every morning I woke up and I just Mm -hmm. thought but he I know it's worth the pressing in I know it's worth mm-hmm. pushing through the pain pushing through the trial pushing through the hardship because when I stand in that mm-hmm. room and I pray in agreement with a company of believers yeah. and intercessors and we decree the word of God mm-hmm. things are shifting mm-hmm. and people are coming into the knowledge of who he is and he is worth pushing through every weakness that my body might have yeah. that his glory may be displayed on the earth and I feel that renewed strength again to say you know what I he, I can keep going. I can keep pressing in. I will keep going. And yeah. it, and I had some of the most life-changing, remarkable encounters mm-hmm. in that house of prayer where I knew it was because I kept choosing to get up yeah. and press and keep in. Going. Mm-hmm. And keep going. And, and in all of that, if we contextualize this into, because we're prophets first and foremost, you know, a government of prophets, um, <laughs> that, that understand, my friends, the season of God, which is our job on the earth to keep you abreast of that um, revelation, that here we are going from one degree of glory to another. And that means miracles. It yeah. means government. 
but it means persecution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it means misunderstanding. It means belittling from those um, uh, who, who are um, not understanding who Jesus Christ is. But that sense of God saying, come on, my church, mm-hmm. you need to remember that you're ready for anything because mm-hmm. Jesus Christ has infused you mm-hmm. with inner strength from himself. Yeah. And that is the point of this verse, that you are coaching yourself to let Jesus Christ re-strengthen you, Mm -hmm. to dominate your inner world Mm -hmm. and all other emotions. This is the ideal state of of where you should be, where you throw off the overwhelm and cry to be strengthened through Christ because you're going to have to learn what it is to stand and to bear the weight in the good way of stewarding another level of glory, but you're going to have to learn how to stand in the less pleasing way of standing in the face of criticism and opposition and persecution. So this verse is now need it needs to be rewritten in um uh, in on your house. Yeah. You know, take your lipstick, write it on your mirror, <laughs> uh, get your wood carvings, write it on them, hang it in your house, and get it you know artistically yeah. so that you see it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Mm -hmm. so that it becomes, I think, the verse that uh, defines uh, how we are going to enter this next wave of glory. Well, thank you so much. Another, we love these, don't we? Yeah. yeah. These conversations, we get happy ourselves. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope you get happy listening yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Prophets Say with me, Emma Stark, Louise Reed and Hannah Gray. We will see you again for another episode. Be blessed. Join us for Start the Year Right 2024 with Emma Stark, Sam Robertson, Jane Hammond and other invited guests We're going to be diving into the deep waters of what God is saying for this strategic and key year. You will get strategy for your life and be equipped to overcome in the days ahead. Join us in Glasgow in Scotland for this landmark event.